Welcome to the Prolific Pulse Poetry Podcast. This is your host, Lisa Tomey. Our guest today is Cassie J. Runyon from New York. And believe me, you don't want to miss this. So welcome, Cassie, to our podcast. It's so great to have you here today. Thank you. Very happy to be here. Thank you. New York City, I love that area. I did my practicum in Little Neck. And uh, so I lived actually in Manhattan while I was doing that for like six to eight weeks or something like that when I was in college and many years ago. But I loved it. You live in Manhattan area or out in the... Yeah, in Hell's Kitchen. Okay. Yeah. You've been there a lot of years. Yeah. Well, we've been here. We moved from Kansas City. I've been in the city now or in New York City now for almost six years so wonderful I'm a midwestern transplant myself I live in North Carolina but I lived in Iowa and Illinois for a number of years oh really I'm from I'm originally from Iowa okay wow small world yeah um actually a lot of New Yorkers come to North Carolina and don't go back so just FYI if you come down to North Carolina just go ahead and pack a few extra things because you won't want to go back. <laughs> yeah, no, it's beautiful. New York City, you know, it's it's got so much to offer. So I'm a little bit envious at times of people that are in that area. So tell us uh, about what you do here. Tell us a little bit about what you do here with your um, website. Yeah, definitely. I actually, I, I started with writing fiction um, many years ago and put that aside for quite a while, picked it back up when I was in my early thirties, um, and finished out my first novel at that point. But then what was funny is when the pandemic hit, I I've been writing poetry for years and it's just been in notebooks all over the house. And once, you know, we were stuck at home, I thought, ah, I should probably start getting this stuff organized. And I had a lot of travel poetry from when we've been traveling around the world, um, as well as travel photography. And so I organized all of that into into one book that's full of uh, photography and poetry. And then as everything hit this year, it was just overwhelming in terms of emotions with all of the struggles going on around the world and within the U.S., and so all of that started coming out in poetry as well, which became then my second book, This Is 2020, which is about the first six months of last year, uh, focusing on my experiences in New York, you know, the, the silence that was New York City for the first six months of the pandemic, as well as social issues and social injustices. I imagine New York did get rather quiet. <laughs> yes, it was very, it was very, you know, I've heard from people outside that, you know, New York might be a ghost town, but I look outside and it's very normal now. Um, you've got a line of people going through the tunnel and people walking outside, just everybody's got their mask and you do the six, the six foot side shuffle. But other than that, I mean, the first six months, it was very different. We had um, refrigeration trucks down the block from our apartment and you had, when you pass people on the street, there was this like immediate, oh, we're in this together kind of look. I know you because yeah. you're also outside right now with me combined mm -hmm. with 
oh my God, a person, <laughs> we need to move, <laughs> not be on the same street. Yes. And I think that would be kind of hard there in the sense that there's so many people, you know, just in, a, in each day, just going up and down the streets of New York so much, you know, there's foot traffic. And so, yeah. Yeah. It's quite a little bit a unique challenge, um, I can imagine. So, but you ended up um, writing a couple of books um, about the situation. So, wow. Yeah. The, the second, I got a really good response from the first this is 2020. So now I've got the rest of the year coming out. Um, hopefully at the end of this month is when it's scheduled for. So that one will be a continuation of the final six months all the way up until um, February. And what's the name of that one? Um, I still I'm arguing over it still. <laughs> um, trying to trying to decide if I'm okay with this is 2020 a, a poetry continuation or not. So okay. that's the goal, but. Well, it remains to be seen. Coming attraction. <laughs> yeah. You'll have to let me know when it comes out and I'll be sure and post it on my blog. Will do, thank you. Uh -huh. I'm gonna switch gears now and talk about your project called Open Door. It's kind of fascinating yeah. to me. All right, let's talk about this. What's Open Door all about? Yeah, so this was, you know, after my um, mid-pandemic book came out, I actually somehow over social media connected with a wonderful poet out of England that had also written uh, a pandemic book. Um, and so we just immediately connected. She had this great idea to start a magazine and we just clicked and everything grew from that. And the main goal of this is to keep it free to subscribe, free to submit. So that way we're able to take in more works and words and art. It's expanded into art and authors and um, be able to share that every month. And also with people who might not have ever, you know, subscribed to a, a paid poetry magazine because they think I don't get poetry, which happens a lot. And then now they've got this free option and people, we've had so many messages from people just that they, they've never really read a lot of poetry before and this is just opening their eyes. Misconnections and fleeting moments. Okay, what's that all about? So we, we make a theme every month. So our, our magazine split into different sections. So the first one is theme poetry or stories um, and people submit whatever their interpretation is of the theme. And then we choose all of the submissions on the 20th and those come out in one section of the magazine. And then we also have features. So we have, we have between four and six features every, every month that are going to be people who've got books coming out, new artists, things like that. People trying to build their social presence. And we've got Ooh, artists, authors, we've got musicians. And they all belong to this open door magazine group then. They, yeah. They join. Yeah, we've had a great response. We, we've shared words and art from people from across 18 countries now. Wow. And we've had subscribers in just as many countries. So that's pretty exciting. We, um, you know, we, it takes a lot of work to keep it running every month. So we started a, an anthology. So we'll start putting out an anthology for every quarter of every nice. year that we'll have all of the theme poetry and all of the 
uh, features and articles in each anthology, and that will help us keep the operating cost paid for and our effort mm -hmm. cost paid for so that we can continue to uh, share it for free. What attractive artwork is, um, Thank you. you have a variety of people to do the artwork here? Um, it's all been me so far. <laughs> wow. You're a very so, talented, multi-talented woman there. Thank you. Yeah, yeah so Mel, my co-owner, and I, we both I choose poems, choose the themes. Um, I manage the layouts and the artwork. Now, I know you have some poetry to share with us today. Would you like to bless us with your words? Yes. So I'm going to share um, three poems. The first one is from This is 2020. Um, this is 2020 is very... Uh, oh, it's very much like protest poetry, um, but I wanted to end that whole book with something that was more hopeful on reminding mm -hmm. people of their impacts. So this is, this is from that, and it's called Ripple. A drip, a drop of water falls down to the earth, joining a giant lake. How could such a tiny little drop impact a big lake? Watch as it falls and touches the smooth water. A circle appears flowing out further and another. Tiny ripple after ripple caused only by a drip, by a drop. You are that drop. I am that drop. Every decision, every fall that I make causes ripples that I might not see. They could be small like a drop of water they could be large like a rock thrown carelessly. They could cause destruction like the wave from a storm. A decision to have a drink leads to the death of an acquaintance, someone's mother struggling to breathe. Do not live in fear or with hate, but remember as a drop in this great lake that you can choose what type of ripple you will create as you fall towards the earth. Wow, that's beautiful, you know, and it, it's so significant, so expressive of what's really important that we all have a place in this world. Yeah, we've all we've all got to pay attention to that, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. We get lost, I think, and um, I think with the pandemic, you know, people are become more isolated. Um, so it's important. Yeah. Very important. Oh, yes. That's one of the things I do love about New York. Uh, love and hate about New York. You've got so many people. There There tends to be this type of community of do things for the greater good in many of the neighborhoods. And that's one of the things that I really enjoy about it. Um, of course, we've got so many people that even that can't be everyone. But um, Okay, so then my next one is The Gods. And that's from Their Footsteps, which is the travel one. This is from um, Athens and just sitting i don't know if you've ever been but the parthenon at the top um getting there when it first opens it's just quiet mm -hmm. and it's kind of amazing um and makes you really think about when was this built and how was this built right standing where they stood before christ was born the gods of our ancestors a foot set down by athena to create the pale city below the bright sun shines in daggers of gold, lighting the blue sky and the pillars made of marble. 
that were carried up the hill on the backs of slaves over a thousand years ago. The faces of stone show the sadness of the gods forgotten, now just a memory evolved into the gods that we know today. The air is sweet and quiet before the school groups and buses show up to join our oohs and ahs at the thought of the gods that once lived in the minds of all of those around them. My eyes drip up, up, up to stare into the eyes of the worn out women and men carved into the marble. I close my eyes and the sun heats my face as if I'm kissed by the gods as I stand where they stood all those years ago. Oh, lovely. Reminds me some of when I was in New York, went to the Met and to, I practically lived in the art museum and in thinking about the old, you know, the, the statues and stuff and wondering about the stories behind it. And uh, you kind of walked along those trails with that poem. Yeah, thank you. I'd like to go back and then bring it to the present. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's just, it's so amazing to look at a lot of those statues. Yeah, and I know where you're talking about in the Met, too. Mm -hmm. um, and just seeing how worn everything is, but you know it was so detailed when it was created. And it's just yes. long. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then my last one is Holes in the Land. So this is part of the upcoming Ooh. book, TBD. Um, or this is 2020, a continuation. <laughs> uh, and this is in regards to the lives lost with COVID. Where people used to stand, now holes in the land. One for each soul moved on, perhaps to a great beyond. Voices silenced for good, life ending before it should. Now holes in the land as we reach out our hand, trying to hold on to the breath that left you with your death, never to come again, it's over before it began. They said it wasn't their fault as they killed you without an assault, refusing to give a shit or even to really admit that they weren't a hypocrite or quite lacking the wit to know enough to not commit that wearing just a bit of knit was not showing us a mitt. Rather, it was to stop the transmit of a virus that continues to span, creating holes in the land. Yes, that's very profound. And, uh, you know, I, I wonder with this, you know, the after effects of the pandemic that people are experiencing now, you know, what it's gonna be like over the next year or so. Um, and people are dealing with grief and, you know. Yeah. You know, my, my one family member that's had like five funerals this past year, most of them wow. related to that. And, you know, so it's it's something that we need to think about for this year and, and probably several years coming is, you know, dealing with grief and, and um, what are we going to do about that to be, you know, of service to other people. I think that really brings it home what it's like yeah i'm i mean our biggest point right is that you know when you think back to 9 11 there was a defining moment that people came together mm -hmm. um, and, and understood the pain that it created 
that, that rippled out. And I feel like that's what we need to see with this situation too, is that this is, even though it's wider spread, it's a defining moment in our, in our planet's history that right. we need to from and, and address and, and understand that it's going to impact people's lives for a long time mm -hmm. to come. Exactly. How are we going to move forward to make this come out, you know, so that we can be a unified you know, country and countries, you know, really, um, you know, because this is really a worldwide thing. So, yeah. You know, being yeah. able to handle it that way. Completely well, agree. your poetry really brings it home for, you know, what's really going on, you know, and I'm really, this is something that's near and dear to my heart is a few things, actually, that the whole idea of the social, the justice, you know, that we need to find in this world and um, finding peace and caring for one another. And how do we go forward with that? So thank you for sharing your words and making them available to people so that it might open some eyes that might create some thoughts about what people can do to show care for one another. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. And Cassie, is there anything that I haven't asked you about that you'd like to share? Um, I don't think so. It's just a lot of stuff moving, very exciting stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and again, um, with Open Door Magazine, we um, Open Door Poetry yeah. Magazine, we take submissions. So if anyone watching this wants to submit, we love reading and seeing Wonderful. stuff from new authors. Well, I will have that in the show notes, too, so people can go in there and click on the magazine and check it out. I know I'm going to look a little bit deeper into it myself. may end up joining as well. Yes, yeah. wonderful. Well, thank you so much. Keep us posted when this next book to be determined is titled and ready to, to purchase. And I uh, wish you a wonderful weekend. And thank you for being on our podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Um, yeah, and have a great weekend. Hopefully the weather stays yes, nice. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good one. You too. Thank you for listening to the Prolific Pulse Poetry Podcast. Would you like to be on our show? Email prolificpulse at gmail.com. And we'll get back to you soon. Thank you. Have a good night. And in the meantime, be sure and listen to our closing music. Bye-bye.